Good morning, everybody. Sorry, we are a little bit late. We had a technical difficulty, so we are here now. Thanks to everybody for being here. As I can tell, a lot of people already know, we always like to know where people are from. So I'm going to give a big shout out. We got we got people coming in from everywhere already, buddy. Robert Adams. Alrighty. Robert, what's up? New York. Amy Grace, St. Louis. Linda from Edmonton, my old stopping grounds. Brittany, good morning from Story, Asheville, North Carolina. Hello from Tampa. Good morning from Crow's Nest Past, Alberta. There you go. Florida Panhandle. Everybody, for those of you that are new, we just like to see where everybody's from. Again, there's we almost hit, uh, we're up to 4,600 agents. Actually, we had our biggest week ever. We had 500 agents that came on this week. That's absolutely absurd. So we have wow. up to almost 4,700 people that are coming to this now. I know there's a lot of people that started here where there was only one. <clears throat> Gary, what's up? From good old Calgary, Alberta, where I'm from. Uh, Boston, Amy from Boston, Jennifer from Tampa, Linda. Um, so I'm going to be going in. We're kind of got a, a couple housekeeping things we got to do. We couldn't, uh, again, we had a technical difficulty, so bear with me here. What I'm going to do is I'm going to um, introduce myself. For those of you that are brand new, my name is Brad Vandewell. I used to run the number one team at the number one Remax office in the world. Uh, now what we're looking to do is I want to start the largest coaching program in the world for free from real estate agents. Uh, again, for those of you that are new, Congratulations. Thanks for coming. We do this every Tuesday. We bring as much as much <clears throat> thunder as we can every Tuesday. I swear like a trailer. I wear my heart on my sleeve. I have a lot of fun. Normally, I am not dressed this poorly, nor in a shitty location. <laughs> I have COVID and I'm stuck in Washington, D.C. I, I can't get back to Canada because there's rules that I can't be on a plane with COVID. So anyways, I'm doing my best to, uh, to I don't I, I had to go buy socks and underwear the other day because I had nothing. Um, so I've been here for a few extra days. I might be here for a little while longer, but anyways, you got to do what you can do. So this is a lot of people ask how to invite people. So I'm going to put in, uh, I'm going to put in something here on how to invite somebody. Uh, again, this is absolutely free. The only way we grow is by you guys inviting people. And again, thanks everybody. We did, um, we did 500 last week. So that's huge. Wow. So I'm going to be doing that. I just added on how to do that. Just give me one more sec. Then Gus, I have to upload the our um, our presentation, so I'll get you to introduce yourself in just one second here. Give me one second. All righty, want, want me to go? So hey guys, yeah, go this ahead. is uh, Gustavo Munoz Castro, also known as Gus. Uh, you know, and I'm also a member of a of, of the coaching program. Uh, I've been doing this for I think what like a, probably like a year now. So pretty awesome uh, how far it's come uh from from a year ago actually when we, when this thing got launched just about a year we launched like double income coaching we launched like a year ago but this free tuesday it's only been about five months so yeah exactly exactly i think the, the this this tuesday uh webinar has been only around for a few months uh but yeah the the, the coaching program has been around a little bit longer than that but holy cow last few months have been crazy um hopefully you guys get a lot of value out of this i love doing these things um, uh, originally from Mexico, I went to the U.S. as a software engineer, studied software, went to work at Microsoft for a few years, and then I realized my true talents, true talents were in real estate, right? So as I started as a brand new agent, uh, I, I knew little about the industry. My wife had been a realtor uh, uh, for a couple of years, and she said, hey, help me grow my team. I said, okay, I'm going to take a, a six-month hiatus you know, a six month sabbatical from Microsoft. I'm going to help her build up her team because I was really good at team building, hiring people, training people. That was my thing. I said, I'll help you, right? Build this team. And, and then I'm going to go back to Microsoft. So that was July of 2013. 
and I have not gone back since, right? So I, I got bit by the bug. Uh, I'm, I've been in real estate since that time, full-time, July of 2013, not looking back, baby. Um, and the first thing I did was realize how important and how powerful my database was. That is what sustained my, I'm the opposite Brad Vanderwall. I'm the anti-Brad Vanderwall. I didn't know what internet leads were. I didn't work those leads at the beginning. Um, I later moved on to other things, but in my first three years, 100 transactions solely from my database, solely from my database. Um, and that's what I'm going to talk about today. So we're just, uh, I'm just uploading this, man. So we'll be a couple minutes. I don't know if, I know that, I know that you obviously, Gus, you do other stuff too. So maybe kind of discuss, I know you have an ISA company. So for any agents that are looking for ISA, so maybe while this is uploading, maybe briefly discuss kind of what that looks like and how you're helping people. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, uh, started my business just prospecting and working my database. At some point, that gets a little bit hard to do. The leverage, the time doesn't really add up that well. So one of the first roles that I brought in to help me with lead generation, lead conversion was an inside sales agent. For folks that don't know what that is, that's essentially a telemarketer for real estate. Someone that sits in your office, pounds the phone, uh, converts those leads, prospects with you, helps you convert those inbounds, all of those things, right? I started, I hired a person in that role and I was kind of blown away by the power of that role. So, uh, you know, for, fast forward a year, I had my own inside sales company that I built out, I built a team. Uh, I'm originally from Mexico, so I built a team in Mexico to do this job. Originally to help my team and other members of my brokerage, I think we had four uh, other agents that, that did this with me in the summer of 2015, early 2016, um, in that time frame. And then from there, now we have a team of over 120 inside sales agents servicing hundreds of clients uh, in the U.S. and Canada. So if people have a need, uh, appointment setting, lead conversion, lead follow-up, or prospecting, good old cold calling and pounding the phone, that's what we do. All right. There's been a, about a hundred and some odd more people that just showed up. So cool. And for those of you that are new, Welcome. my name is Brad Vandewald. Used to run the number one team in the number one Remax office in the world. Uh, coming in right now, I got my man Gus, who's going to teach you how to dominate your database. Gus used to close 30 deals a year just from his database. So he's going to talk about the strategies, tips, and everything he does to do that. I'm coughing quite a bit, so I'm going to be on and off here, Gus. So cool. I'll, uh, right. I'll, I think I can start off here with you guys right now. And again, I'll be answering questions in there, Gus. So if there's questions, don't worry. I'll answer them and I'll cut cool. you off if I have to, to, uh, okay. to kind of get you going. But, um, you know, we kind of like to start right around this time. So it's perfect time. Right. Let's dive right in, man. Let's jump into it. Already talked a little bit about myself, my background. You know, uh, I started my business, built it 100% from my database, and I and I started teaching. If you ever want to get good at something, start teaching it, and you're going to get really good at that. So I started teaching at my brokerage. I taught the class. Uh, you know, it was I was at another brokerage at the time, and they had a, a session for new agents. I taught the database session because people were like, wow, you really know how to do this, right? So 30 deals in my first year as a real estate agent by leveraging my database, pretty awesome. Why your database, right? I think everyone has heard that before. Oh, your database is your business, your database, your database, your database. Folks, I'm going to tell you the reason people talk about that and say that so much is because it's true, right? It's true. It is the most valuable asset you have in your business. When you're new in the industry, or even if you're not new in the industry, it is still the most, the, the highest converting, highest return on investment, most valuable asset you can get 
to get transactions right away, right away. It can be the engine. It can be the engine that drives your business. It's much more than a list of contacts. It's a record of your relationships and your business relationships, current, current people you're working with and future people you will be working with. You might be asking a bunch of questions, you know, I'm going to get to them. Don't worry. We'll drop them in the chat if you have to. Uh, but I will teach you how to do that. A database doesn't start that way. You have to really set it up and work it the right way so it can be a huge source of potential business. Okay. A powerful database produces leads. A powerful database managed in the right way can, can produce a predictable flow of leads. And only a predictable flow can give you the right flow of business. Folks, the number one reason people leave real estate, that they fail in real estate, is an inconsistent flow of income, right? They have a good month, and then they have a bad month, and then they have a good month, and they have two bad months, and then they have two good months, and then three bad months, and, and people get tired of that. They do not make, it's not that they don't make any money, it's they don't make consistent amount of money, and that gets really stressful, really tough to handle. Inconsistent income, really means, in my opinion, inconsistent flow of leads and flow of business, right? That is the major problem. Your database can be the solution to that, huge solution. So we're gonna jump in. We're talk, gonna talk about four simple steps to get your database up and running and producing, producing, because you have to do all of these steps. You can't really skip over these folks, right? We're not going to skip over these because if you do one without the other, you're going to miss a part of it. You're not going to get the maximum out of it. I was producing 30 transactions a year and I started with only 200 people in my database, only 200 people. I'm, and I'm going to get into the size of the database and all those things. But uh, it was a relatively small amount of folks. Um, I had moved. Um, I was originally from outside the country. I moved to the U.S. Uh, when I was an adult. I arrived in the U.S. I was 20 three years old when I, when I first arrived in the U.S. Um, so I was already a grown guy um, starting from scratch in a new city, um, and I was able to get a database like that. So I'm going to talk more about that. Step number one, step number one, build your database, right? Sounds pretty easy. Let's get into it, right? This is where a lot of people actually get stuck. People do not know how to get past this. They get stuck with this. They want to get all these tools and all and get all from all these sources. It can get it can get kind of overwhelming, right? Folks, I'm here to tell you, do not get stuck on this step. Keep it really, really simple. Start with your cell phone contact list. Use this device. Use it. This should be where you start with your database. It's a starting point, right? Who should be in your database? It should be anyone that you know that if you call them or texted them, or direct messaged them, they would know who you are. That is my definition of who should be in your database. If you call them, text them, direct message them, they'll go, oh, hey, Gus, how's it going? That should be the person that's in your database. If there's anyone in the world that that can happen for, those people should be in your database. It's called, in, in real estate lead generation terms, this is your met database. People that know you, right? People that know you. How many people should be in this list? When I was running my team day to day, when I would get a new person, the first thing they did when they joined my team was create, sit down and create their database, right? Typically, typically you should have one to 200 people, okay? One to 200 people is normal, is average, it's whatever. But I love to tell this story. 
I love to tell this story because I had one of my members of my team. Uh, she was a girl that came from Costa Rica. She went to the U.S. as a nanny when she was like 18, 19 years old. Um, and within three years, she had stayed in the U.S. and got married, et cetera. And she wanted to jump into real estate. So number one, English was not her first language, right? She spoke okay when she arrived. She was fluent, but definitely not a native English speaker in any way, shape, or form. She was brand new in the city and only been there for three years and managed to create a database of 200 people, okay? So after that experience for me, whenever I would get a new person on my team and they would try to get by with, you know, Gus, I only know 50 people, so I've only, I'm only gonna put 50 people in my database. I would tell them the story. I would ask them, were you born in this country, right? Were you born in this city, state, or county, right? We're, we're, is English your first language? Yeah. Okay, great. Then I will not accept less than 100 people in that database. Impossible. Cannot happen. Really dig deep. Look, people you went to school with, people from your previous career, your family, extended family, everyone from softball, from basketball, from church, from et cetera, et cetera. All of those folks need to be in your database. Really stretch yourself. If you're struggling to get 100 people in that database, you're not doing it the right way. You're not digging deep enough. You're picking your favorite people instead of everyone that, you've, that you really, really know or that knows you, that knows you. Remember the definition. If you will call them, text them, or DM them, they're going to know who's calling. They're going to know who you are, right? If you talk to them, hey, it's Gus from you know back in school. Oh, yeah, of course I remember you. That, that's the kind of person that you want. Every single person. You should even include folks they do no, they no longer live in the area you're in. You might have relocated to a new city, right? They might have relocated to a new city. Folks, it doesn't matter. One of my biggest regrets, biggest regrets, when I started this, I did 30 transactions. My first year in real estate, I should have done 40. I should have done 50. Why? Because I didn't realize it, but I had a pretty big network across the whole US. I went to school in Mexico. A lot of members of my class went to work to the US. It was a thing you did back in the day, right? And they, I, I knew people in Texas and California. I knew people in Virginia, New York City. I had a lot of family in California and I didn't include them in my database. I didn't include them because I'm like, I'm only gonna focus on people that live in Seattle. If I would have included everyone I knew across the country and I would have educated them on how to give me referral business, I would have closed so many more deals. But hey, that was my mistake. You don't have to make it regardless of where people are. Put them in your database. Across those years, I would sell, I would get referral fees <clears throat> from one, two, three, four of my extended sphere and family across the US. I never asked them for that. They knew I was in real estate. They would reach out to me. If I were proactively doing it, I would have gotten 10, 15, 20 deals easily, in addition to the 30 I did in my own city. So that is really, really powerful. We'll get more into how you work that one uh, in the next few slides. Your best sources for your database, like I said, cell phone contacts, your social media contacts, people that are in your email list, uh, that are in your email account and your address book. It's really, really important. All of those people should be in your database. You're connected to them for a reason. You have them in your cell phone list for a reason, right? 
You, if you don't, if you only have their phone number, you want to get their email as well. Message them, text them, call them, and get that information. I'll go into a really great calling script in, in a moment, but but bear with me. The, you want to reach out to them, get their information. You want you want to give them the good news that you're in the real estate industry, that you're in real estate. If you're a brand new agent, this is really easy to do. I just changed careers. I made this happen. If you're five years into your career, 10 years into your career, and you've never contacted your sphere, contact them now. Hey, guess what? I wanted to let you know I have a really successful real estate business. I've been doing this for years. I just not had not talked to you about it. It's a great way to talk to them. We'll get into scripting more. Um, get all that information. Message them, text them, call them to complete their information. You really want to get their name, their email, their phone number, minimum. Their home address is even better. And you want to add some notes to that. That's a really basic way to start. Really basic way to start. Okay, great. What, okay, let's say you've got that cell phone list. You can get, there's so many tools to do this, folks. I'm not even going to get into it. You can, you can dump out all your contacts from your cell phone list, from your Google account, from your Apple account. You can get all those contacts and you can drop them in whatever tool that you want. You can generate those. If you're starting, my recommendation is dump them all into a Sheets, a Google Sheet or an Excel file. Get them all in there and start from there, right? A, a, a question I get frequently is, should you use a CRM or not? Or which CRM should you use to work your database? I'm going to tell you my story about this. Uh, like I mentioned before, I'm a former software engineer. I worked at Microsoft for 10 years. I was actually working with the Excel team. So I grew up with Microsoft Excel inside and out. So to be really honest with you guys, when I did my database for those three years, 100 transactions, right under 100 transactions, all from my database, I only ever used an Excel sheet to keep track of everybody. That's it, folks. That's it. And I'm not knocking CRMs. CRMs are great. And if you have one, you use it. That's awesome. What I'm trying to tell you is that it's not really necessary for your database. It's not really necessary for your database. Why? Because these CRMs, the more modern CRMs, the ones that are used uh, to keep track of internet leads, internet lead generation, the most important thing they're for is to keep track of people you don't know because you have to follow, call them five times a week, 10 times in a month, 15 times in 30 days. You've got to follow up, follow up, follow up with these unmet internet leads. CRMs are very good at that, right? To follow up with your database, you're not going to call them five times in a week. You're not going to follow up with your, with your, you're not going to send them a bunch of automated text messages and a bunch of uh, automated emails all in one week, right? That is an internet lead follow-up plan. You absolutely need a CRM if you're doing internet lead, lead generation and lead follow-up. It's essential. For your database, you're going to call them three or four times a year, and you're going to put them on an email newsletter. A CRM, in my very humble opinion, is overkill for that. If you already have a CRM, you know, like, and love, that's great. Use it. If you're struggling on which CRM to get to do this, I'm here to tell you, you don't need a CRM to work your database. I never used it. You might want to use it. I'm here to tell you, you don't need to. It's just gravy on top. It's a cherry on top, not required. You just need a list of folks and you need to work it. Okay, let's get into that. Okay, step number two, folks. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is also a really important lesson to learn. 
you have to not just create your database. It's not set it and forget it. It's not one and done. A database is a living thing. Consider it a living being, right? It, it, it gets needs to be fed. It grows. It should grow, right? Once you realize how important it is to work your database, the next thing you're going to realize is, hey, I can grow this thing. It's not fixed, right? It's not static. And let's say, yeah, Gus, I'm not going to get any new family members this year. I'm not going to get any new friends. I'm, I'm done with more friends. Well, that's great. But there's other ways to get people into your database. Well, on my team, people had to add two new contacts, met contacts, into their database every single week. And that might seem daunting to some people. It might seem challenging to some people. But once you get into the habit of what that means, you can add one or two a day, folks. You can add one or two people per day. But on my team, you just have to add one or two people per week. It was easy because we did open houses. We did door knocking. We did client events. People stood in line at Starbucks and you could talk, you can have a conversation about real estate with someone. As long as you introduce yourself, you had a, you had a conversation, a two-way conversation with that person, that person was now a member of your med database. And we'd always, oh, hey, I'd love to send you, uh, you know, my, my monthly newsletter, my monthly market report. Can I have your email to send that? To? What's the best email to send that to? I want to keep you up to date in the market. Great. And what's the best number to reach out to you because you have any questions about what you're looking for? Awesome. And that person's now in your database, right? Just doing that once a week or twice a week is unbelievably powerful. When I started my journey as a real estate agent, my database was 200 people. Within three years, I had grown it to 300 people only with my past clients. I'm going to be really honest with you folks. I only grew my database when I closed the transaction and added that person in there and, and a few people here or there, right? I only grew it by 100 people. I should have grown it by over 100 people per year. But again, that's my mistake. We Even with all those mistakes, I closed 100 transactions. I'm not complaining, but do not make the same mistake I did. Do not grow it at a snail's pace. It, people on my team were adding 100 people, 50 to 100 people every single year, outpacing myself when I got started originally, right? Feed your database every week, have a goal and hold yourself and your team accountable. And you're going to thank me later. This is going to work. It's going to be amazing. Okay. This is the awesome part, guys. This is the meat of the presentation. There's a lot of stuff here. This is a big step. I'm going to spend a lot of time here. But the number three step, one of the most important ones, this is this is where the math, this is it, guys. It's the communication, right? Most people get stuck on even building their database. That's a big issue. You've got to feed it. That's another mistake a lot of people make. You've got to make it grow. It's going to compound the return you're getting it. But step number three, this is, this is where it happens. This is where you're actually going to get the most out of it, right? You need to find a way to communicate with your database consistently. One of the things that frustrates me is when I have uh, agents, new agents, experienced agents, they complain. You know, Gus, I'm really depressed. I'm upset. I'm angry that my family member, my friend, my buddy from softball, my, my drinking pal, my bowling pal, they bought a home uh, and they didn't tell me. They didn't use me. They, they listed their home and they didn't use me. Oh, my goodness, right? 
And, you know, I always use that as a chance. Instead of getting upset or depressed over that, because it is upsetting and it is depressing, I get it. Um, I always ask them and ask myself, great, are they in your database? When's the last time you communicated with them? Did you show them the value you could provide them? Did you keep them in the loop and all, all everything that we're doing? And most times the answer is no. We kind of expect folks to work with us because they know I'm in real estate. Folks, they might not know you're in real estate. They might not care. They might not be aware of it. If you're not helping keeping them aware, if you're not educating them on how to give you business, how to help you grow your business, then I would say that's where you need to change. And channel that energy, that frustration, that, that anger, that depression, channel that energy into communicating with your database. And, that, and, and you're going to see less and less of those issues, right? Less and less, 100%. Hey, Brian. Answer some, I'm going to answer some of these questions now. Go, go, go. So what if you're new? Some people don't want to work with new agents or they're, because there's so many successful ones out there. Oh, man. That's a really good question. That's a really good question. And every single new agent has to be able to not only answer the objection, they have to nail that objection. So I'm going to give my favorite answer to that. Uh, and Brad, I'd love to hear your answer to that objection. It's a really common objection. And folks, this is crazy. This is mostly an objection that agents give themselves. This objection really rarely comes up, especially on the buyer side, which is where most new agents are going to focus on, the buyer side of the business. This objection really doesn't come up that often. It's We're mostly afraid of it, right? Because it yep. kind of exposes our own concern. And folks, re remember this. Fear-based objections, objections that are based on fears, whether they're our fears as agents or the client's fear as a consumer, they're not always rational. They're not necessarily real. They're, they're mostly, you know, part of our, you know, we're, we're new, we're insecure, we're not sure. That's normal, just part of it. I'm here to tell you it's that objection rarely comes up. But if it comes up, the thing I always tell them when I was a new agent, I would tell them, hey, I'm a member of a team. We have X years of experience. If you're a solo agent in a brokerage, me and my mentor and my managing broker, we have 10 years experience. And my organization has 10 years experience. We're going to help you, right? You want to wrap yourself in the biggest, most powerful group that you're a member of and use that because guess what? Even as a new agent, you're not gonna be working that transaction 100% on your own. You should have a managing broker. You should have a mentor. You should have, maybe you're a member of a team. Use the team, right? So find which part of that, of that stack you're a member of and present yourself with that, right? My team has helped, uh, let's, if you're a member of Brad's team, we helped a thousand families find a home last year, right? We know how to do this inside and out. I'm a member of this organization. Use double your income coaching if you want to. Hey, I'm a member of an organization that has 30 of the top real estate agents and experts in all of North America. That's who I'm a part of. So what's this other agent a part of? None of that, right? You really should work with me. You need to be able to provide a really clear value proposition to the consumer, right? When I was a brand new agent, I would tell, also a thing that I did when I was brand new, uh, I, I never I never encountered that objection to be honest with you because I always killed it before it even came up. Because I would, I was a, I would, my niche was folks that were recent immigrants to the US, 
A lot of them spoke Spanish. I speak Spanish. I was a former employee of Microsoft. I worked with a lot of employees of Microsoft. So I'm like, man, I am part of this community. I know who, I know the struggles. I know what you want. I, I understand you, right? These other more experienced agents, they don't understand you. I understand you. That was my value proposition. I was like a lot of my clients. I looked like them, sounded like them. I felt their pain. I had zero experience, quote unquote experience, but I understood them and their situation way better than these more experienced agents, right? Another thing you can do is, hey, I am the hardest working agent in Redmond, Washington, which is where I was working um, because I was new, right? Because I'm going to give you 100% of my time Whereas a more experienced agent, you're going to get 1% of their time because they're, not, they're just too busy. They're not going to be able to, to handle you. I, since I was new, could give them 100% of my attention and energy and focus. Folks, everything that you see as a disadvantage, as a new agent, flip it on its head. Turn it into an advantage. These age, Some of these agents, no offense, Brad, that have been in the business for 10, 15, 20 years, they don't even know social media, Dude, the TikToks from the Instagrams I'm and anything. Fucking, I'm fucking weathered, man. <laughs> like, I've sold how many thousands of homes and selling buyers? Like, I have a buyer texting me right now. I love him. But it's just like, it's it's painful. It's true. There is some truth to being a new agent. Like, oh, my God, it's so good. It's because you're not fucking jaded yet. You're not an alcoholic, hopefully. <laughs> and you don't hate your life. So you're exactly. just getting in real estate and you actually enjoy it. Where, you know, now there's just bigger things to do. But Exactly. Well, and, you know, Tammy said something funny. She's like, I, I told Michael, Michael Jordan had a, had a rookie year too. So it, it's just also how you get Absolutely. creative. But a lot of people Absolutely. too, a lot of agents come to me as a coach and say, oh, and it's all in your fucking head where they're like, oh my God, I'm new. And it's like, who gives a shit? The thing that people don't realize is that people are looking for people that they like, know and trust and want to be with. Right. So at the end of the day, I tell people this and I use basically like a, an analogy about a Honda. I'm like, if you had a cousin or a friend and you were looking for a Honda and they were brand new, they were brand new at a Honda dealership and they called you and said, hey, I just started a new job at Honda. Have you ever thought of purchasing one? Again, fucking terrible analogy, maybe. But the point is, you're not saying no. You're not like, oh, you're new. It's actually the opposite. You're calling people that know you and literally want to come in and say, hey, I want to help. Like, if I had somebody call me now, maybe not a financial advisor for the record. So if any of you are brand new, don't exactly. call me. Like I have good ones and they're still shitty. But if you seriously look there and you go into it, I think it's a major thing that keep in mind. It's so true and it's so real that people want to help people out. If you're new, you want to help somebody. Exactly. When somebody comes in and I go to any store and it says like trainee or I'm new or whatever it is, it's like, your guard goes down. I'm like, oh, okay. Your guard goes way down. It's the opposite. Exactly. It's like, oh, shit. Okay, well, yeah, I want to help this person. Ask for help. Most people are too scared, including myself, or have their own mental blocks to ask for help. You're calling somebody asking for help. The majority of people want to help people. Get it out of your fucking heads if you're new. It doesn't matter. Steph, Steph one of our rock star agents and coaches, she sold 54 her first year. I didn't even do that many. I think I did 47 and I never got asked once and she never got asked once. So there you it go. Doesn't really happen. So there's a hundred really deals and none of us got asked once. Nobody gives a shit in most cases. And the best part is for all you new agents out there, and I'm giving you this advice. Don't fucking lie to your clients. If you don't know, 
you don't know. Correct. That's, that's just Correct. the way that it is. And say, you know what? I'm not sure. Let me find out for you. Don't ever lie to your clients and bullshit them because they say fake it till you make it. In this market, it's tough. It's okay to ask for help and it's okay to say you need help. We're not expecting to have all the answers. So, exactly. you know, Khalid said, once you pass 10 deals, you're not new anymore. That's the thing. If you do five deals, you're not new anymore. Most agents do four deals a year. You do 10, you have two years experience compared to the average. So that's something to look at. My favorite of real estate agents is like, I've done 74 deals in my career. It's like, but I've done that in two weeks. Shut the fuck up. Like, I don't care how many deals you've done. So keep your exactly. ego aside too. And one of my things that my real estate coach taught me from the very beginning is your ego is not your amigo. So make sure you're doing all the stuff, but let's uh, let's keep going, Gus, because I know we got a lot more to yeah. do. Yeah, 100%. All those disadvantages, flip them on their head, guys. Flip them on their head. I guarantee you those more experienced agents wish they had some of those advantages that you have because you're new, because you're new, right? You have a lot of advantages. So take take Brad's word for it. Take my word for it. That objection, is it really is it really real? It rarely is ever going to happen. And I would just nip it at the bud. Value proposition, present yourself with confidence, be a real human being, connect with the other person, and, and they're not going to care. If you treat them well with respect and, like Brad said, with competence, right? Get their questions answered. And if you don't know, find out. You're the person that finds out and provides solutions. That's what they want, right? That's what they want. And all and a bunch of experience isn't necessarily going to give it to them. So, anyways, good to match with. So, folks, communicating with your database consistently all year long and I'm gonna tell you, I would only call my database three times a year. The most I ever did it was four times a year, three to four times a year, folks. And you can actually do more than that because that, was, that wasn't the only way I communicated with them, but those were the phone calls that I sent. I never texted my database, probably should have done that. Uh, but again, think this was back in 2013, 14, 15, right? So a little bit different, but we were starting to use Facebook. This was a while ago. We're starting to use Facebook as like a huge communication tool. And nowadays, I would count direct messaging, the DMs. That is a touch in your database. It's a great way to communicate with your database. However, back then and even now, I would hold my team accountable and say, you can touch your database in a bunch of different ways. But when we're calling through it, even if it's a DM, a text message, or a call, you have to have a two-way conversation for that to count. It has to be a two-way conversation. The most efficient way that I know is a phone call or a Zoom call. That is the most, or in person, in person too. But the, but the most efficient is going to be a phone call, Zoom call, to have a two-way conversation with someone. That is a great way to connect with someone. But all of those things are valuable. All of those things count, right? All of these are important. Do and, and use all these social media platforms. They're available. Use them. Folks, I mean, social media is great to... You know, spend a bunch of time, unwind, relax, whatever you want to do on social media, that's great. Use it to build your business. Use it to nurture and communicate with your database. And I guarantee you, you'll never look at cat pictures again on Facebook. You're going to use it to sell houses because it is unbelievably powerful for that. So let's get more into it. All right. So uh, one of the best ways to communicate with your database is through content as well content it's not just i would only i would mostly do phone calls but that's not the only thing you can do to communicate with your database right you want to create content for them whether it's a newsletter which you can send once a month i recommend that that's what i would do and posting on facebook or whatever social media uh, channel you prefer right the one your your database is on 
For the younger folks, you're going to skew more towards Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, or whatever the hell they're using nowadays, Brad. I have no idea, right? You know, for the younger agents, it doesn't yeah. matter. Use it, right? If people are there, if your database is there, go to the one where you're natively on, right? So get on there and use uh, uh, current market information. People want to know about that. People are curious. Everyone wants to talk about real estate, right? Understand it. Things about your neighborhood, about your city. Gary Vaynerchuk, Gary V calls it, become the mayor of your town. It means be the guy that knows everything about that subdivision, that neighborhood, that city. You just understand it and you know it, right? At least this is what I would recommend. One newsletter per month. It doesn't take a lot of work, guys. One newsletter per month. One social media post, right? Uh, 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 that you want on, on, on social media, you want to be able to also look at your database's content. You can like it and you can comment it. That counts as a database touch as well, right? Three to four so phone calls per year. Folks, I'm really going to stick you to this. This is the two-way conversation and, and you can replace phone call with Zoom call or any other way. You can have a two-way conversation in real time. You need to do that. You need to try that at least three to four times a year. And we're gonna get into scripting and everything in a second. And I, this is what I would do, 27 to 28 total touches in a year, including newsletter, phone calls, and social media likes and comments. Very simple to do. This seems like a lot of work. It is not a lot of work. For me, for 200 people, this was a few hours in the year. It was 20, 30 hours a year, folks, a year. So no, it's not a lot of time actually. I would consider this the bare minimum you should do with your database. And this doesn't even include uh, some follow-up calls and confirmation calls and other calls you would do. This is what everyone would get across the board, across the board. This is what you can do. Very easy to do, especially if you're only talking about a couple hundred folks. Newsletters, I'm going to skip over this a little, bit, a little bit faster. You can look into more about newsletters. I want to get into other product content. Um, you know, provide really good content, create a newsletter. There's a bunch of uh, software to do that. MailChimp, Constant Contact. There's a new one every week. If, you're, if your CRM has this, this is where it could be useful. You already have this built in. Do it. Not a problem. Not everyone's going to read it, and that's fine. Social media, folks, unbelievably great way to distribute content. Social media is amazing at that, right? You can post content every day. For the new agents in the room, new agents, I challenge you to go live on social media and talk about your latest home inspection. Talk about that bidding war you just won. Talk about that deal you just closed. Show them the open house that you're hosting that weekend. Get on social. People love that stuff. And the social media channels, they love and they give preferential treatment to live video content. If you want to get in front of your database, go live on these social media channels and you're going to get people's attention. In the beginning, no one's going to watch. That's okay. You, then you're going to get one or two people watching every now and then. Then it's going to grow from there. But post that content. It's easy to do. You're going to the inspection anyway. You're going to be at the open house anyway. You're going to be attending that class that continuing education, whatever it is, you're going to do that anyway. Make a five-minute post live talking about what you just learned. Educate your audience. They want to know. It's interesting. People love learning about real estate. It's that one thing that anyone and everyone wants to know about. 
or they like to talk about, or they love the gossip of what the market is doing nowadays. What's that crazy transaction that just happened? As you're as a new agent, you have a huge advantage. You're learning something new every day because you know nothing, right? I think that's an advantage because everything's new to you. Guess what? Your audience doesn't know it either. Most people have no idea how real estate works. The process, the steps, the diligence, everything. They don't know. So as you learn, teach your audience. And social media is the best way that i found to make that happen, okay? Direct messaging is a great one as well. I count that as a database touch. A direct message is a great way to touch your database. Okay, folks, here it is, right? Calling, right? I will not let, I, I did not let anyone on my team get away from actually calling their database. Social was great. Direct messaging was great to send information, to touch, check in, whatever. But when it came to calling the database, everyone had to call their database. Everyone, every single one. This is where the magic happens, right? This is as, nothing is as powerful as that two-way conversation. Every single three months we had to do it, sometimes more often, but at the very least every three months. And we had a really simple script because this is where people have a lot of resistance. Gosh, I can't call them. How can I do that? I'm going to teach you this framework and I'm going to make it unbelievably easy for you to do it. There's three steps to this script. The intro, the value add, and the ask. That's it. Three parts to the script. Really, really easy. Let's get into it. Right? The well, I'll let, me, let me touch on the intro. The intro is really simple, folks. Really, really simple. Hey, this is Gus with ABC Realty, right? I just want to let you know the good news. I got into real, if you're brand new, I just got into real estate. This is awesome. This is amazing. And I want to tell you about this awesome value add. This is the next part of the script. Having something valuable to give your database is going to make the calling way easier, right? Otherwise, that phone weighs 10,000 pounds. You cannot even pick it up. You can't get it to your ear because you don't want to bother people. You don't, I have nothing. This I don't want to come across as too salesy. I don't want to ask for business. That's, uh, that's, that's terrible. I don't want to get those calls. Guys, get out of that mindset. The way that I did it that was way easier for me to make those calls was I always had something valuable to give my audience. I never called just asking for business. Hey there, Brad, who do you have for me this month? Do you have any referrals? Okay, bye. Don't make that call. Don't be that guy, right? Be the person that gives them value. And I'll give you some examples. The ones I love to do was inviting my clients to an event. I would throw client events all the time. At the beginning, they were just classes in my brokerage. They had a conference room. I could use it once a month. Boom, I would set up a class. I'm going to be talking about every year I would do around this time frame. I would do 2022 market preview, right? I would talk about the real estate market in the moment. Come into our 2022 market preview. Come on in. You're invited. This is awesome. Join us, right? And back then we didn't have Zoom in 2013. There was no Zoom. Uh, and I didn't do these virtually. Nowadays, and, and Brad is the king of doing virtual events with buyers. So, I mean, you know, Brad, you can talk, yeah, check out Brad's class on that. It's amazing. Um, but right now, I wouldn't even invite them to virtual classes. It, um, it's so easy to do nowadays. But then I would invite them to come to physically come to my office and take a class right there. It can be a, that that would just cost me some snacks. I would have snacks in the back of the room and it would just be my time. I had zero budget to do these in the beginning. Zero budget. I would do an ice cream social. 
I would teach a class and I would invite them to something like that. As my business grew, these events got fancier, right? I did a big picnic barbecue in the park one time. I would do, I booked my favorite restaurant, the bar area. We had a huge happy hour with hors d'oeuvres and drinks for all my favorite people. We would do that. We rented out an ice rink and did skating. This isn't Calgary. It's not that cold. So we would actually had to go to an ice rink to go and go skate. So it was really, really, the events got bigger as my budget got bigger. But at the beginning, it was just a class. And even when I, when I started my ISA company and I was building an ISA team in Mexico, I would still call my database and I wasn't even living in Seattle. But I almost forgot the story. I was no longer living in Seattle. I was building an ISA company in Mexico and I closed 17 transactions by way of referral because I was still pounding the phone, talking to my database. I literally flew to Seattle one time just to teach an investor class, investing in real estate class, because I called my database and I didn't do the class and I went and taught it and I flew back. Would I make that? Is that trip worth it? Yes, it was, right? Because I would, I would love to close 17 deals without even living in the country. You can do it too, but you got to learn how to work the database, okay? Folks, uh, be creative. Know your audience. What is interesting for them, right? But here's the bottom line. Here's the punchline of this whole step. The event, the value add, the give. Oh, we would also give away pies and Thanksgiving, right? Big U.S. holiday. We would do pie giveaway. It didn't matter what we did. It didn't matter. It didn't matter what the value add was, whether it was a free class or a free pie or a free skating rink afternoon. It didn't matter, right? Why? Because of this next part of the script. This is what actually was the purpose of the call, asking them for help in building your business. That was it. That's the punchline. That's the goal. It never, because sometimes, this is a funny story. I did a big pie giveaway. I called almost 300 people, offered them a free pumpkin pie. 40 people said yes, right? Gus, I'll be there whatever day. I think it was Wednesday before Thanksgiving. I'll pick up my pie. I think maybe a dozen people came for the pie, guys. I had 40 pumpkin pies and I had a conference room full of pies. And I think a dozen, maybe 15 people came and picked up their pie that afternoon. And we were left over with like two dozen, three, uh, two dozen pies, right? And someone came in and said, oh man, that must be a huge bummer, bro. No one came, no, almost no one showed up for your pies. And I was like, what are you talking about, man? I got 10 referrals out of this calling campaign. Uh, this these pies are just gravy on the train. You want a pie? I gave I gave away the pies in my office because no one came for them. But it was funny to me that someone thought that my event had been a failure because no one came for their pie. Well, half the people didn't come for their pies. I'm like, no, sir. I had a great reason to call through my database and get 10 referrals. So I won, right? It didn't really matter how the event went out. In my classes, sometimes five people would show up to my classes. Sometimes seven people would show up to my classes. My biggest ones, maybe 20 or 30 people showed up. But even when it was only seven people showing up to my class, I called 200 people and asked them for business. I won, folks. It did not matter what the value add was and how successful it was, right? It was something that I did sincerely to add value to my audience. That helped me make the calls and get the referrals. And that's why the ask is so important. 
This is the entire point of the call. You need to ask for help in building your business. You got to show a little bit of vulnerability there. And I promise you, like Brad said earlier, people like helping people. People like helping people. It gets easier to do because you realize people actually react really positively to a call like this. They appreciate you asking them for help. They want to help you, right? No one wants to be pitched. No one wants to be sold things. But when you make that call, hey, this is Gus. I'm just checking in with you. I want to invite you to this awesome event. And by the way, Brad, I just want to let you know, I need your help building my business. Can you help me out? Who do you know that I should invite to this first-time buyer class? Who can you think of, Brad, that might be doing something in real estate in the next year? Can you think about that for a sec? Da, 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 da. Who cares what he says, right? You made the ask. If you make that ask enough times, you're gonna get referrals. This is kind of where you're gonna, if you don't believe me, you're gonna have to trust me that this works, guys. If you do, if you ask a hundred people that know I can trust you, help in building your business, you are gonna get referrals, recommendations, and people coming your way. Every single time. It was not easy for me to make these calls, by the way. I'm not, I don't want to glance over it and say, oh, it was super easy. It was challenging for me, right? It was the one thing I didn't want to do. I did it once. I made $30,000 and I go, I'm going to do this again, right? So that really changed my mindset about it. And I was blown away, shocked by how willing people were to help me out. They were really willing to do that. They were really pumped up. And it was really awesome. And I'm telling you guys, ask for the help and the help will come and you will be blown away by the result you're going to get as well. I did this talk last time, Brad, and an agent on this on this webinar reached out to me later. Peter Michael, if you're out there in Florida, Boca Raton, um, he, the next day that I told taught him this, did this with his Facebook friends and the next month closed three transactions. In 30 days, I was actually kind of impressed. I didn't do that when I did this the first time. He was brand, he was brand new at that time too. He was brand spanking new. He was yep. doing Facebook, he was doing all these things. He had not thought about calling his database. He used this framework, closed three transactions the next month, guys. And you know, and Brad, you know Peter. He's not a super like fuzzy loving guy. He's no. like, but he's he's driven though. He said, hey. Gus, I didn't help build my business. Can you help me out? Great. Who do you know? Boom. His database delivered for him, right? So it was amazing. Amazing what happened to him. And I'm telling you, this works. Those things you've heard about your database, they are true. They are true. But this is the key part. If you're going to snapshot a picture of this presentation, this is the one you want to snapshot. This, you do this enough times with enough people, and you're going to blow up your business. Your business is going to grow. You're going to get those referrals. Even if they don't have anyone to give you in that moment, you're going to get my favorite thing of all time, those calls, texts, and messages later during the year. Gus, I finally have someone to send you. My neighbor is going to be listed, is going to sell their home. They're relocating. You got to talk to them. That's awesome. That's great. You want those things, right? Here's an example script. Hey, how's it going? You know, uh, Brad, this, this is Gus on the line. That's awesome. I want to say hi and invite you to our next event. 
It's going to be amazing. I'd love to have you there. One last thing, as always, but I would make this call three times a year, four times a year. As always, I want to ask your help, Brad, in building my business. Do you know, do you know of anyone thinking of buying or selling in the next year? Or even better, if the event was real estate related, like a class or some kind of training, who do you know that I should invite to that class? Because if they're doing something in real estate in the next year, I really want to invite them. Who do you know that could get a lot of value from a first-time buyer class, from a, from a market report, from a dealing with bidding wars class, from a listing your home to sell class, preparing your home for sale, whatever it is, guys. Think of whatever can be valuable and ask people who can benefit from this. You can give me a couple names that I can invite to this. Okay, that's awesome. That's great. Thank you so much, right? Really, really important. So that is the meat of it. Um, I'm going to get through this last step. This is just some housekeeping things. It's really, really important to do because it will maximize your database. I would, so you're going to call through your database and you're going to find something that's really interesting. This always happens, by the way. I had a list of 200 people, okay? But I realized that they were not all equal in importance to my business. And this, it didn't really matter if they were related to me, if they were just a friend, if, a, a mild acquaintance. You're going to find people that when you ask them, Brad, I need your help building my business. They're going to go nuts with that. They're going to go, wait, hold on. What? This is awesome. Okay, let me think. How can we build your business? Hey, I want you to come to my church group and talk about real estate. Hey, I'm going to tell my hair salon dresser who knows like everyone in the whole city, and I'm going to tell them about you. And you're going to find people that are naturally going to try and help you, like going to go all out. They're going to go bananas, right? They're really going to put in the extra mile because they're just helpful people. They are connectors. They're networkers. And they have a, a network. They're going to connect you too. And they're going to love talking about you, right? Because they already know I can trust you. And they're going to want to connect you. Those people, I call them ambassadors. They're going to be your advocates. They're going to be whatever name you want to give them. There's going to be a subset of folks, not going to be a ton of folks. For me, it was 10, maybe 15 people that were my advocates. And I would say maybe even five of them. I'm not even going to go large. Five of them would give me multiple referrals every year. Five people out of 200. I'm not talking about a huge number of folks. These folks, it, it is okay for these folks to call them more often than three times a year. Why? Because you really should. You should be taking them out for lunch, taking them out for coffee, get a drink, do whatever, right? Make sure that I had a client from Microsoft. This guy didn't even know me. He got referred to me by someone he liked and trusted. He got referred to me. He would send me business every month from other Microsofties. He was a big investor. He would invest in real estate. I helped him get some great deals. He would not shut up about it. Every single month, he'd send me somebody, right? He was living in San Francisco, traveling to Seattle. Every time he was in town, he'd call me up, Gus, let's get a beer. I was there, bro. I was at that bar with him and I was buying because that was my advocate. I was going to be there supporting them, right? So that's a great example. I did not even know who that guy was before he was referred to me. And he became a huge advocate of mine. So I still get text messages from him saying, you want to go and get a beer? Man, I'm not leaving in Seattle anymore. But hey, I would love to. Um, because that's the kind of person you want to be your advocate. And you're going to find those folks, okay? All righty. So um, you can classify your database, ABC. A people are going to do something immediately. B people are going to be doing something in the next few months. And then C people are going to be 
Further out than that, that's where the majority of people are going to be. Not a big deal. Really, really important to classify, folks. Okay? So we're coming up on the end here. Folks, in summary and conclusion, your database is one of the most valuable assets you're going to have. Folks, learn these steps. Put them into practice. If you're, if you're not a true believer in database prospecting, folks, force yourself to do it. Find a forcing function. Join Double Your Income Coaching. Get the advice. Get the support to make this happen. Put it into practice because I guarantee if you have at least 100 people on that list and you do exactly what I'm talking about here, you're going to get more referral business than you've ever seen before. And it is still the most efficient, cost-effective way to kickstart a business that I've ever seen. And I help people convert internet leads, FISBOs, expires, prospecting. I do all these things now. Database is still the thing I would recommend all agents start with because the income from your database, the income from those deals is going to fund everything else. It's going to fund the internet leads. It's going to fund the prospecting and all these things that you need. That's huge, man. Yeah, somebody just asked um, what the ABCs are, so I just went back while you were talking. Oh, yeah, definitely, yeah. Actually, this is actually for the for the referrals. Sorry, this is for the referrals that your database provides. It's important to classify them because some people are going to be a year out. You're going to get referred to them, but they might be a year out. That's fine. Every time we'd call through the list, I had another list that was all the referrals I would get, right? I, would, I started getting three or four and then five or 10, then 15, 20, uh, referrals. Not all of them are now business. Not all of them are now, but they would get into my, they would be new members of my database and I would get them and I would work them until they converted. I think the big thing too, when a lot of people are doing this, um, when it comes to the databases, it's just the fear of picking up the phone. Like you said, it's like 10,000 pounds and it's tough. And I'll be honest with you, Gus, you know, this about me, my, my <laughs> database and my sphere is my biggest weakness. Uh, by yeah, far. I know. Uh, this is the anti Brad Vanderwall, right? This is like far. the opposite. This is like fucking anti what I do. I'm like a, I'm a hunter. I'm not a gatherer. So I always look for the next deal. I'm not saying I don't provide excellent customer service. It's not anything about that. All my clients that have, have well, not all of them. Let's say 99% of my clients have loved absolutely everything I've done. It's just I don't keep in, in contact with them because I'm always in for the next thrill, the next hunt, and that's not the right way to do it. So I actually hired somebody for my team, Gus. I didn't even tell you this. I hired somebody for my team to be my customer service manager. And now they're doing what you're doing, saying, hey, I'm representing Brad. Now they're building the rapport with me. And I just started that in December because she's like, Brad, you have hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands of people in your database. So now I do have somebody that is not not just database, Brad, past clients. Oh, that's what I meant. That is something. Oh, it's hundreds, man. Hundreds. That's a a, a type A kind of a connection, right? Because they do like know, like, and trust. They know what you can do. They know that you're a beast. And they're like, absolutely should be providing those referrals 100%. I love that. So that's a big part of it. And I think that check where you are and what you're allowed to do. Um, I know it's gray in a lot of areas. But what I used to do is whenever I used to have my past clients, whenever I was starting off and I had time, because a lot of people like, oh, and, and there's nothing against this. Some people like, I drop off gift baskets and I do all that stuff. That's that's okay. But if you're selling 1,200 homes in a year, I have to start in January for the, <laughs> like, it just it just wouldn't, it couldn't happen. Yeah. So you also have to see in your career what works and what's the best use of your time. Whenever I used to do possessions, I used to have somebody fill out uh, how I did right in front of me. 
But this is something huge that you guys should use. And I just remembered this. I've never talked about this on any coaching before, but I'm just, my mind's racing. But what I used to do is I used to get a sheet of paper. On the sheet of paper, I used to ask the client. I used to say, I'm going to like, because they're the happiest in most cases because they're taking possession that day. I asked them, fill out. It's a, how I did. It's a questionnaire. I don't remember the questions, but create your own. But at the end, it asked, do you know anybody else that could use my services to buy or sell right now? So then people naturally fill something out top to bottom, right? So that's a big thing about it. Now, something else I used to do, and this is, again, all coming back to me for, I don't know what reason, but when I first started in real estate, I used to offer people a $150 or $200 discount on my commission for every name that they gave me that oh, was, wow. whenever I signed a buyer's agreement with I them or when I signed that. a listing contract, I offered them a $200 off my commission if they could think of anybody else that could use my services at that time. Wow. So I used to get, when I was beginning, I used to get a lot of names. Now they didn't all pan out, but at the same time, it's still a creative way of doing it, right? Like get people, easy way to get people in the database. Boom, 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 boom. That's right. right? A, a warm intro. Yeah. Hey, you know, your buddy, Mike, you know, gave me your information. So you might be thinking of buying a home. That's a great way to start a conversation. That's huge. So it's just extra ways to get different deals and do what you're doing. But then what I would do at the end of it, it's like, look, I'm really trying to grow my business. So what they would say is they would give me a name of somebody, let's say. Let's say they give me a name of somebody whenever I was doing possession. Uh, you know, Mike Smith's ready to buy. Okay, great. Mike Smith's ready to buy. Um, what do you want when Mike Smith buys? They'd be like, oh, I haven't been to a hockey game in a while. I want hockey tickets. It's like, great. I'm going to follow up with you. Uh, to make sure that Mike Smith buys. Then when Mike Smith used to buy, I used to bring them hockey tickets and they'd be like, what do you want next for your next one? Because then I'm calling them. They're like, oh, I want, you know, I want to go to another game. It's like, great. I'm going to call you every month and see if you have anybody to try to get you those tickets. Nice. So you're kind of reversing it where you're calling them saying, hey, I'm trying to get you're you. making a game. You're making you're like, a game, right? Win. Yeah. You want to win? I want you to win. Let's win, right? I, yeah. I, that's a great idea too. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. It's And, and it's just, guys, this, this, you can get creative with this, right? I'm giving you the, the framework. This is the, 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 the model. You can fill in that value add however you want, right? If you have budget for that, those, those, they can get, you can entice people with more and more things, right? Uh, uh, but you can start really, really simple and then add on more of these things. It's, uh, it's really, really important for the folks that have past clients in this, in, in the chat. If you have past clients, you can get really creative with this because you have, your database is worth even more now, even if you've never called them, even if you haven't touched that database. And Brad, you just started working yours, but I, man, that thing's going to pop. You're going to get yeah. referrals from it'll that. Take, it'll is take that a while. Your time? Exactly. Absolutely. She's going to be doing it. I think that's good. So, so if you look at like, you know, some of these questions, uh, if your family or friends, I'm sending you contact who has a house, will you give me any money? I fuck if my family no. asked me to give them, I'd probably punch him in the face. Even my own mother, maybe. Like <laughs> somebody's like, I want you to give me money for sending a referral. Yeah. I don't oh, know. oh, they asked for cash. Well, you know, again, that's where we get into the compliance thing. So check out, check that out. I mean, and 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 when I was licensed in Washington, you couldn't do that, right? I could not bonus somebody on getting me a a, a referral. Um, but again. I would, I would, I would add the value to everyone. I, the way I got around that was I would invite everyone in my database to these events, right? And I wouldn't do a specific uh, a referral fee, to kind of pay for play things. I couldn't, but find a way to entice them and and, to, and to give them some value. That's my only answer to that, to be honest with you. Because yeah, I don't know what I would say to that one, Brad. That's a tough one. 
Uh, some people are requesting to speak. I don't know how to allow that. So if you have a question, just feel free to type in the chat box. So for those of you that are new at the end of this, we kind of thanks Gus. We kind of go in and talk about a strategy call. So, you know, we have a strategy call that you can book with myself, Gus, one of the coaches. It just depends on how busy people are. I put the link in here. Uh, basically, the strategy call, we talk about your business, what you did last year, what you're looking to do this year, how we can help. We can talk about double income coaching. We're looking for business partners all across North America. Uh, whether you're looking to start a team, join a team, start a brokerage, do whatever you want. Uh, we have different coaches that are here to help. Uh, for this, the new people that are looking, a lot of people, uh, you know, get on calls with us. And, you know, we have coaching that's starting in February. It's going to be every single day starting in February for people to partner up with us. So, so for those that are getting value from this right now, imagine having this every single day. So if you have questions about our coaching, if, and it is, it is free. A lot of people keep asking. It's like, why is it free? I don't know. I think it's because I like losing money every month at this rate. I'm not 100% sure. I was vulnerable and honest last time that truthfully this coaching program costs me money every single month. Um, and for those of you that have been on here a while, you know that I am a straight shooter. So um, if you guys have any questions about this, you know, ask about the database. The database is the thing that is truthfully, it's free. And a lot of people, you know, are on a budget, which I can respect and everything's tough. It's like today, if all you did today was just get a list and spend two hours and get a list and put it in uh, and put it in a Microsoft, you know, put it in an Excel spreadsheet or, or put it in a Google doc, do anything and keep calling these people. It's going to be huge. Like that's a big part and can be a big part of your business and getting a lot more business and it's free and you can just add it on to, you know, prospect for two hours a week and do this. Now there's still 38 more hours. If you want to work 40, that you have to fill. So, you know, we show people if you want to do 20 or 30 or 40 or 50 or hundred deals, our coaches will get on a call with you and will kind of reverse engineer it and say, hey, what do you want to do? How do you want to accomplish that? I'm doing 10 deals, but I want to do 30. Great. How are you going to do 30? I don't know, Brad. I have no idea how I'm going to do 30. So it's like, all right, well, if you don't know how you're going to do 30 deals, then let us hop on a call and show you. So again, I'll put it in here. The calls are absolutely free. Uh, we help you for 30 minutes. And if you guys have any questions, you know, let us know. We're here for a bit, Gus. Yeah, absolutely. It's awesome. You know, guys, I have learned a lot of things by being a member of Double Your Income Coaching. Uh, Facebook group prospecting, which I think is freaking amazing. I have my own Facebook group, by the way, because I'm like, that is a strategy that I'm taking to town. YouTube domination. I'm releasing a YouTube video every week now, Brad, just so you know. Nice. I kicked off my channel. I think nice. I, we launched it in November. Yeah. Every single week, man, because I'm like, dude, this I got to do this. I mean, I, yeah. I'm seeing this. I'm part of the community. I have my own expertise, but I'm learning from everybody else. I'm like, these people are doing this at the highest level. And the thing that's my jam, the thing that's my thing, it's not the internet leads. That's your thing, Brad. My thing is the farming activities. That's right. my jam. That's my thing, right? So you, organic YouTube, organic Facebook, um, we're calling your database. These are things that I'm like, I gravitate towards. Find what works for you. All these things work. All of these things work. And find what works for you. The thing that's helped me is to have contact with these experts, right? How are they doing it? Answer those detailed questions. Give us the secret sauce. I have never seen anything like double your income coaching where people are offering this at zero cost. You don't have to shell out the $2,000 a month. I did, I've paid for coaching. Twenty. I pay for coaching right now for my business, 2500 bucks a month. That's what, that's what a standard coach costs. If you go high, there's more expensive coaches than that, right? 2,500 is par for the course to get individual kind of one-on-one -on -one things. Folks, 
This is an amazing alternative to that because you get access to how many? There's I don't know a dozen coaches you get access to. I think there's no, there's more. Like we just picked up a podcast coach now, um, so that's good. That since you know we have a YouTube coach that's insane. Levi uh, is insane. They did a million dollars in commission last year just from YouTube organically. Organic. That's the thing, guys. They didn't organic. Yeah, and he has a course that he offers uh, that's free for people to partner up with us. Like. We're starting to build an army of people. Like Steph was on the other day. We talked about mental health. I think Steve's on next week about retirement communities. Like we have so many good coaches that you can tap into that'll help you blow up your business and it's all free. So it's gonna be big. The, the retirement, if I were active right now in Washington state, I know I would dominate those retirement communities. Cause, cause I, I I'm the grandson. A lot of guys never had, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a nice guy, right? So, so older people love me, right? They absolutely adore me. So man, I would own every retired community a hundred miles around Seattle. Cause, cause one, there's not that many of them to be honest with you. And no one, I mean, at least when I was doing it, no one was really taking care of those. There was, there was one agent in my 250 agent office that kind of branded themselves as working with senior citizens, right? Retirement communities. I'm telling you, man, that is an amazing strategy right there that I would take that and I would run with it. There's so many people you can talk to, uh, assisted living facilities, folks that cater to senior citizens, all these places, and people are not taking it, uh, are not helping, they're not serving that community. Huge opportunity, huge white space. Uh, Gus, what does Power ISA? Oh, Power ISA, that's my, the, the company that I run right now. Uh, that is our inside sales agent company. Uh, and I, I talked about this a little bit at the beginning. Uh, we're coming that helps you. If you need phone calls, someone making calls to help you convert those internet leads, prospect, call those expired for sell by owners. Um, that's a company that we have uh, to help folks with that. Where, where are you seeing the questions, Brad? I'm not saying, or maybe my chat is frozen here. Oh, maybe you, oh, if you scroll up, maybe. Um, is this session recorded? Like I got froze once, but it's actually like a scroll. So you have to scroll to the top. Why don't you click? Oh, it is. Yeah, it was frozen. It was yeah. I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. So I've got. Okay, I see it now. I see it now. Uh, is the session recorded? Yeah, sessions recorded. Um, it will be. Um, it will be sent out. I think the link's good for seventy-two hours, if I'm not mistaken. Forty-eight hours or seventy-two. I'm not one hundred percent sure. So I think guys, that's a lot. We still, have, we still have a couple hundred people on here. So I don't know if a lot of people have more questions, want to hear about our coaching. So I got another 10 minutes. So let's go ahead. Cool, cool, cool. I see. I keep seeing ads for non-realtors using the MLS to flip. Any thoughts on those ads? Holy cow. Flipping homes off of the MLS. Oh my God. That's, we did that back in 2013. I don't think you do that nowadays. I haven't, I have not seen those ads. I have not seen those ads. Uh, yeah, I'm not hundred percent sure of that. Yeah. You, you could flip homes eight years ago uh, off the MLS can't do it anymore. Um, let's see. Thank you for the session. So valuable. Cool. Amber, appreciate the kind words. Connie, thank you so much. First time caller, long time realtor. Hey, Chris. Uh, hey, awesome. Hey, I appreciate you, Chris. Yeah. A lot of energy in the room. Holy cow. You can barely hold us in there. Uh, what coaching options do you offer teams? That's a great question for that strategy session. And that's something we can jump in there. Uh, there's a lot of teams in the program, right, Brad? Yeah. Oh yeah. Tons. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and when a, you're running a team, helping a team doing a YouTube channel, uh, Chris and Robert 
uh, our, our coaching programs, helping them grow a mega icon team. So they decided to start a team in Nashville and they're documenting it once or twice a week from the wow. very beginning of the year. Their goal is to have 10 capping agents and do 175 ends. And they're talking about the pros and cons and what they've learned along the way. So you want to learn about what to do for a team. That's a good, that's a good, uh, that's a good training too. That's on, I think it's on his Facebook live and it might be on his YouTube. I'm not hundred percent sure. Chris Rains. Robert, right? That's yeah. Roberts. Yeah. yeah. Cool. That guy's, that guy's amazing. He's the Facebook group guy, by the way. That's yeah. a great, 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 great training. Uh, Tanya, awesome. Just keep coming back. It's like this every Tuesday. So for those people that are new here, um, we're going to a YouTube channel. Let's talk about that. Nick, I actually have your, uh, I actually have to call you here. So actually I'll call you personally uh, in the next 24 hours. Um, the YouTube channel um, for myself, mine is double your income coaching. Uh, that's for my YouTube channel. But the guys that made a million dollars, guys that made a million dollars, I think it's living in Dallas. Those guys are insane. And they've done a million, 1.1 and 300 in escrow still. And they didn't sell a house their first three months. So that's only really in nine months. Brand new agents, literally brand new agents started a YouTube channel last November. It's been just over a year. Wow. So that's that's pretty crazy. Is there personal coaching offered? That's a great question. We get asked so much for personal coaching for people that know there will be. Uh, there will be different avenues of coaching that will be launched the next couple of weeks. Um, because I get asked so much because some people don't want to partner with us at EXP, which is fair, but they want to pay for the program. So we're going to have a part of that that's going to be uh, coming out. But for all the people that do, that's going to be free. And so I'll, I'll have more information. We actually just, we've had so many demand from people that <laughs> we're discussing last night on what to do. So that'll be big. Wow. Uh, what's the YouTube for the new agents you were just discussing? It's not necessarily for new agents, Amy, but it's YouTube for any agent that wants to do it. So they're coming in and that's going to be a special event. So everybody watch your texts, watch your emails. We're bringing on the YouTube guru. That's going to talk about how he made a million dollars from YouTube in the next four weeks. It's not going to be on a Tuesday. It's going to be a special invite only limited seating. Make sure wow. you get in on it. Uh, it's going to be absolutely massive, um, which is going to be huge. We're really looking forward to it. We're just narrowing, uh, narrowing down the dates right now. Uh, Brad, I saw you have a listing and buyer presentation. I saw them online. Uh, Yvette's asking, I do have a listing presentation, a buyer's presentation. I have all the stuff for people that partner up with us. You get all my marketing. You get absolutely everything. Uh, Amy, just stay tuned. The list hasn't been started yet because we don't have a date. So we'll have a date probably the next couple of weeks as to when we're doing this. FD, check your Facebook. I reached out to you a couple of times. Uh, FD, I tried to, to reach out to you. So check your Facebook if you haven't checked it recently on uh, Messenger um reached out to you so have a look there i was trying to communicate with you uh yvette is asking for my yeah for my buyers and li my listing presentation my buyer's presentation that's all for people that partner up with us they get access to all that stuff as well too so they get my listing presentation my buyer's presentation my marketing here's the crazy thing when people partner up with us our coaching is like probably it'd be two grand a month Plus, we have all these courses for TikTok, YouTube that are four or $5,000 a course. Plus, we have NAEA that has, you get probably $150,000 worth of product that you get just for partnering up with us. At least $150,000. Plus, you get live coaching every single day. What we've created doesn't exist on the planet. Literally does not exist on the planet. So if you haven't booked a strategy call and you want to learn, definitely, definitely book one. 
So uh, Connie dropping a certified personal trainer, thinking about offering fitness classes for seniors online and in person at retirement communities. So I, I mean, anything that gets you in the door of a retirement community and starts a great conversation with them, I would do that. Uh, you know, I'm not a fitness, you know, trainer or anything like that. Uh, but if I had something I could, I could offer them some value come from contribution, that would be a great way to kind of get your foot in the door and start that conversation. Um, you know, if you have the time to do it and you have the willingness to do it, anything that gets you in front of every single retirement community in your area, every single one, uh, that is a great way to do it. They're going to open the door to you, build that relationship, come from contribution, build that relationship, and they're going to look to you. Because guess what? Even if they have a realtor, right, Brad? If they have a realtor, that realtor hasn't shown up to that community yeah. maybe in years, right? So yeah. I, mean, I think that's you're, you're going to set yourself apart. And I think that's next week's topic is we do retirement. Community. I know it's in the next three or four weeks. We haven't done it in a few months and people keep asking cool. about it. So we're going to be bringing it's that a good back. One. Yeah, it's a really good one. All right, man, I hate cutting it off when there's still, you know, hundreds of people on here. But uh, if you guys don't have any more questions, you know, thanks for staying here to the end. Again, for those people looking to make a change, you know, if you want to sell more homes, looking for help, but you don't want to shell out all the money for all the support, talk about partnering up with us at W Income Coaching uh, and everything that we involve. And Gus, appreciate you, man. That was, uh, that was fantastic as always. Thanks for bringing the fire. I love you for doing this. Thanks, man. It's been a while. So, yes, Lisa, I will awesome. try to get better. This get better, man. Yeah, this is this is this is COVID, Brad. Imagine Brad to full strength, people. For the people yeah, watching the this people, for the first time, people haven't seen me. One guy. This is eighty percent, Brad. This is not full, Brad. It might be sixty. Um, <laughs> if anybody's seen me at my hundred, it's really really good. Uh, yeah. There's a couple people on here. One of them didn't like that. I'm swearing. If you don't like it, that's okay. It's my show. You can fucking leave. Um, that's the best part about when it's your show. You got to do whatever you want, and if it pisses people off. That's okay. That's you don't true. have to be here. You, you got to be you. That, that's what I recommend. You got to be, if it's, if it's swearing or not, you got to be yourself. So yeah, go for it. <laughs> Lisa, this, people are missing out. This is like 50% Brad. Oh, 50%, yeah, that's probably accurate. It's probably accurate. This is 50% Brad. Tune in next week for, for Brad at 100%. Yeah, we'll see. Hopefully it's Brad. You won't, you, won't, you won't be disappointed. You won't hey, be disappointed. Gus, we want to write this number down. Hector wants you to call him. Oh, sure, man. Let's do that. Oh, Hector, how's it going, man? Do you have his number? Do you want, do you have a pen there? No. Yeah, let me, nine, five. Okay, cool. Yeah, don't have children in the room anytime I'm on here. Like you guys, Lisa, you know better than that. <laughs> Jesus, you, how many not, not, not safe for work or whatever. Okay, cool. Got it? Got it, Hector. I got it. Okay, sweet. All right, everybody. There's still a bunch of you on, but... I got to run, guys. Thanks, everybody. I got to run, too. Okay. Peace, everybody. Thanks for showing up. We'll see you next week. Have a great week.